Welcome to episode 7 of the Devin After Dark podcast. I'm your host, Devin. Today I have some very special guests for you. Yes, I said guests. S, plural. You guys are not going to want to miss this. Pull up in motor case. I got a show today. It's all I'm trying to do. Hustle and motivate. Choppers are throw away. Hustle the overway. That's why they follow me, huh? They think I know the way. Cause I took control of things. Ball in the solo way. And if you pattern my trend, I make you my protege. Alright, let's get it started. It's episode 7 of the Devin After Dark podcast. You guys are going to hear some great word from Leah and Mario, my two special guests here. Leah, formerly known as Leah Joan underscore on IG, also at Leah J Fitness. Mario, he doesn't want the plug on IG, but we're going to keep it going anyways. Leah, welcome to the Devin After Dark podcast, episode seven. How are you tonight? Wonderful. I'm happy to be here. Yes, yes. Mario, how about you? How are you feeling tonight? Great, dude. It's a pleasure for you to have me. Yes, yes. Got two of my best friends up in here. We're going to kick it to you guys. We're going to go over some real stuff today. We're going to get into what Leah Joan is all about. We're going to see how she got to where she is today, what other things she's doing, her relationship with Mario. You guys are not going to want to miss what we have today. It's all I'm trying to do. Hustle and motivate. All right, so we're going to start it off. I'm going to fire some questions at Leah real quick. We're going to get it going. I'm putting her on the hot seat today. I'm ready. She's ready to go. She's ready to go. So how does it feel to be a lifestyle online coach? Like, how does it feel for you? I don't know. I don't really consider myself to be anything, honestly. I just started social media, and I happened to get a couple followers. And the only thing that really is, like, different to me is when people reach out to me and say that I changed their life in some way, whether it be just them reading my captions or me training them, that's the only way that I think of it. Other than that, I'm just a normal person. Yes, yes, I know. I see it from the outside, how normal you are. And it's just so awesome to see the impact that you have on people in another world, social media. So like, how does it feel? Like, What kind of gratitude do you have for those people that you influence um, on social media? I mean, like I said, I just feel like I'm a normal person. So the fact that people tell me that they look up to me or that they look forward to my stories every day because I make them laugh. Making people laugh or making them happy is probably one of my favorite things to do. So I love when people tell me that. I don't know if that answers your question. but Yes, <laughs> yes. That's perfectly the way that I wanted that question to be asked. But as we we're talking about social media here, like, how did you build your brand? Like, how did you get to where you are today just from social media? Like, what's the importance of social media and what you do right now? Social media is such a huge platform that everybody should benefit from just because there's so many people out there that use it. Everybody knows what it is. Everybody has an Instagram. I started posting back in 2015. 14 I think mm -hmm. that was when I really first started fitness and everything and my platform grew from just the fitness aspect of it I started posting my workouts. I started posting pictures of me at the gym and different things Different foods that I ate and people just started following I didn't even know that it was that big of 
a trend, I guess, at the time, but it was more of a lifestyle for me, so I didn't really think it was weird to post that. Yes, yes. It's like crazy how social media has such a huge uh, following and Mm -hmm. so many people in the fitness industry, and it's crazy how like somebody could get to a certain point in the fitness industry and they'll label you as a fitness girl or a fitness guy. So like, what is it like to you, like being more than just a fitness girl? Yeah, I don't like to be labeled as fitness. My Instagram used to be mostly fitness. And then I just felt like I was so restricted to posting one thing. And people followed me because of fitness, but I do more than just go to the gym. When I started posting more life things, I feel like some people unfollowed me, but most people thanked me for doing that because they realized that I'm more of a normal person. I'm not trying to put on a front like gym 24-7 all day, (laughs) every day. Grind doesn't stop. I can't stand people who have that mindset because it's just not even realistic. Yeah, it's it's tough to be in that mindset to where you're promoting to everybody that you're always in the gym Mm -hmm. or you're always doing this. There's more to you, and that's what I want to do with this podcast is – I want to bring to light the other aspects of you and your life. Yeah. Um, with the fitness thing, people like people like to talk, and we don't really care about that. We could get into that later in the show, but people will label you as just a fitness girl, mm-hmm. or people are looking at me like, "Oh, this guy's doing his podcast." So it's like it's always great to know that there is more than just that mm-hmm. element oh, you're to just somebody. A girl on Instagram with who posts pictures of her ass. Exactly. Like. Yeah, that's part of me and what I do and what I work hard for. Right, I got a nice butt. Exactly. (laughs) I mean, Mario could vouch for that. (laughs) But it's just awesome to see, like, for me, like, from the outside looking in, because we personally know each other, we're great friends, and just seeing the real you as opposed to, like, what people may think about you just based off social media. Fit into a mold. Yeah, yeah, and it's just. Yeah, don't ever fit into a mold. It's just crazy how people can just label you as one thing and that's mm-hmm. what they think, you know. So they broke the mold when they made me. <laughs> they sure did. <laughs> Speaking of making, um, you do have your own LLC, your yes. own business. So mm-hmm. personal training, online coaching. Yeah. It is called Leah J Fitness LLC. Tell me a little bit more about that. So like I said, my fitness journey started back in 2014. Even then, when I started learning workouts and learning how to put workouts together and seeing my body change, I wanted to get my personal training certification, but I was too afraid because I didn't think people would take me serious. I honestly didn't want to work in the gym. That was never something that I really even considered. But then once I started Instagram and I saw other people selling online programs, I thought this could be the perfect thing for me to do. So in 2016, I started um, studying for my personal training certification. I got my certification and I started my LLC in 2017. So it's been a little bit over a year since I started that. And really, I mean, people ask me how I did that. And I don't know how to really say how I did it. I just went and got my LLC. I started making programs on based on how I would want it to look if someone were to give me a program. And it just went from there. Yes. And that, that's really all you have to do is just apply that mindset. Yeah. 
to yourself. There's no, there's no handbook to anything. You could reach out to somebody who sells programs online, but they're going to do it a certain way. You need to do it the way that you would want to see and the way that would benefit you because it's going to benefit others. Boom, boom. The way that it would benefit you to benefit others. Mm-hmm. She hit it right on the head right there. <laughs> that is that is the perfect statement for not only for online coaching. Yeah, yeah, for everything, for everything. So I know you spoke about 2016. You yeah did get your personal training Mm -hmm. certification. So where did you get your personal training certification through? I got it through NASM, but I wouldn't even go through them. (laughs) It honestly doesn't doesn't teach you anything really. It just, it's a lot of studying and I failed a couple times and I ended up going through a different personal training certification afterwards because I wasn't going to pay to keep NASM because they charge you a ridiculous fee every year. So, I mean, if somebody is looking to go into personal training, I would either do ISSA or ACSM just because those ones are more legit and you actually learn more in those. I didn't learn anything from NASM. I learned everything from just my past and doing my own research. Yes. I could actually relate to that because (laughs) I don't know if you remember when Mm -hmm. I was going to get my personal service. It was probably around that same time. And um, I was doing the NASM. And I felt the same way. Yeah. I, I honestly felt that it wasn't beneficial to me and that it was more science-based yeah. kind of way. And it was just kind of more cookie cutter. And right. it wasn't based off the experience that you actually no. had. And I get it that you need gym. to know the science part of it. Mm-hmm. But there was just so much stuff that it didn't even matter. Like yes. things, it didn't teach you how to put together a program for somebody or for yourself. If somebody's doing it to better themselves and try to train themselves that's not what they're going to learn from it right and like i remember we both had the same issue like when we were going through the programming there would be like certain chapters where you would be answering the questions Mm -hmm. and you'd answer the question right right but the answer that they give you yeah (laughs) yeah. it it was all so there was glitches in the program too that kind of um you left pay a bitter all this taste. money, and it's like, you're telling me this is wrong, but I just answered what you're telling me. Yeah. So that's crazy. But like 2016, we both did that. You yeah. ended up finishing. I ended up backing out. But it is what it is. And um, obviously, you've created a lot of success from your online business of coaching. And it's so amazing to see, see for myself, like some of the results that a lot of these uh, women get sometimes guys too right have you trained a couple guys mm, there was one one girl's boyfriend joined but okay that's really it it usually is just mainly girls because i do the challenges yes. so guys don't really think to join the challenge hey yeah it is what it is <laughs> I, I think maybe if next time when you do your cha- when are you doing your next challenge i don't want to <laughs> announce it on the podcast it's gonna but be january yeah i knew so that when everybody's getting back into the gym after the holidays the busy time <laughs> everybody listening out there do you think I should start Leah's next challenge in January? You guys let me results. know. Yes, I will post my results. Uh, I need you guys to hold me accountable. Let me know if you think I should try her next challenge. I say yes. What do you say, Mario? I didn't say Of course you <laughs> I might get him on board, too. Let's do oh, it. God. See, that's something that I'm really big on, and I know you guys can vouch for me. I love supporting the people around me. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to the people around me and what they're doing and what they're putting out, I make sure that I let them know that I love what they're doing and that I support what they're doing 100%. He does. Devin's always supportive of everything. 
So like, I don't know if you want to tell a little story. Um, something that really just stepped into my mind right now as we're recording this is when we went to the Arnold Classic together. Mm-hmm. Um, me, you, Mario. And we went out there and this is like peak um, when your Instagram yeah. was first like really starting to get yeah, rolling. It was just starting to get followers. And I remember like myself and Mario being with you and all these girls and all these people recognizing you and coming up to you and wanting to meet you and it was just such a like a great experience for me myself to be a part of because I realized how much of an influence that you had on these people just through the social media platform like we were talking earlier yeah so it it was crazy to see like these girls coming up to myself and Mario and asking us if we could take a picture (laughs) of you guys and Mario just thinks it's him. Oh, they recognize me, so they recognized you. And yeah, Mario, they were recognizing yeah, Mario is, too. Man, it is what it is. <laughs> but yeah, it, it's just it's just a great story of like how I've actually seen this evolve and how you've got to where you are today. And it's just like looking back, it's just it's so sweet. Mm-hmm. It's um, hard sometimes. It's hard for me. Like I don't. Obviously, I don't just tell people that, oh, I have followers on social media. Never. Because it's not something that I care about. But when I first meet people and they ask me, oh, what's your social media? I'm hesitant to tell them because I don't want them to think differently of me just because of how open I am on social media. Mm -hmm. I'm not a very open person in person. It's really hard for me to talk about most things. So social Mm -hmm. media really is just my outlet to talk to people about what's going on in my head that I can't necessarily voice to people around me or that I'm not comfortable with saying just because sometimes my words don't come out of my mouth but I'm good at writing them out yes so like mentally it's it's like you can basically not announce your feelings but it's right. easier it's for you to put them down for me to write it down rather and that's than great to say it and that's great because it gives you a way to feel more comfortable with yourself right. and to be able to influence these different yeah, people and people relate to the things that I say I talk about things that are hard to talk about like girl things and just stomach issues and other things that people have going on but nobody wants to talk about so everybody feels like they're alone in dealing with it (laughs) yes yes see this is exactly why she is the first guest on this podcast (laughs) because i want to talk about those things that people don't want to talk about and what she does is she talks to people about the things that they don't want to talk about Mm -hmm. you know so it's it's something that's we're both into. We're both doing. She's obviously on a whole nother level, though. Oh my God, she no, she's the greatest. Like I'm not gonna lie. I've gotten a lot of my uh, influence from her, like along the years of us um, knowing each other, and it's just it's awesome um, just to get that influence and like just that little even that little thought in my brain. Like with her and Mario, they always are motivating me no matter what. So it's always great to have a relationship like that. Well, you wanted to do something like a podcast, and you finally did it. Finally. <laughs> finally. I remember I came to you um, when I first was contemplating yeah. it, and I told you that I was thinking and about I doing said, it. do it. And I was like, you know you're going to get on it, right? <laughs> and this is her first podcast. Yep. And there's no better way to do it than with myself, Devin, uh, Devin After Dark. <laughs> so... Um, also, there's some other stuff I want to talk about with you. Let's transition over okay. to um, what you actually do um, without the influence of social media. So more into like full time, full time. Uh, what's your 
direction outside of um, your online business. So. so this is actually one of my favorite things to talk about because yes. I love what I do for work. If you, everybody listening didn't already know, I'm in real estate, but I work for a new construction home builder. So I have my real estate license. I got it last year, April 2017, one of the best days ever because that was the hardest test ever and I never want to have to take that again. How many times did you take that test? Twice. Luckily, because most Damn. people that take it, they take it four or five times. Some people pass on the first time, but luckily it was my second time around because I didn't want to have to do that again. But as I said, I work for a new construction home builder, so I do the sales for the new homes, and I manage all of our model homes, and I have some employees that work under me, and I train them to be able to do what I do, So because our company is growing every year, so there needs to be more than one of me because I can't do everything. But like I said, I have my real estate license and I do used sales once in a while. A lot of it is just the customers who are building a new home with us. They usually have a house and they want us to sell that or just family and friends or connections that we know because we don't, I mean, we're trying to grow the used real estate side, mm -hmm. but we don't have a huge market in used. It's more so the new sales that we do. And I, and I like that. This is actually one of the first times I'm hearing like the full story of... Yeah what you do full time and I actually like what you're talking about here how you're in the business of building homes mm -hmm. not necessarily selling homes that are already uh, made and been made years right. ago yeah a lot of what we do is the custom homes I mean there's a lot of builders out that out there that spec a lot of houses where they just build a house and somebody can come buy it we do spec homes just so people can see the floor plans of our homes in real life rather than just a floor plan but most of our business is the custom home so people will pick a floor plan they pick the lot that they want to build on in the community they make any changes to it and we have people that do all the selections the colors and everything wow that's a crazy process mm -hmm. how long have you been doing this for it'll be three years in january so like for three years you've built up the knowledge to be able to do all of this stuff. Yeah. I mean, I don't do the selections and obviously I don't build the houses. I just yes. sell them. The most, the main part of what I do is the customer interaction. So people come into our models. I talk to them, um, set them an appointment with myself or the two other owners, and hopefully they end up building with us. So that's what my employees do as well. They sit in the models, have the, the customer interaction, talk to the customer, set an appointment, so it's really just a lot of sales. We do a lot of the psychology of selling. Yes, yes. I'm really picking up what you're putting down right now. I love that. What is this uh, psychology of selling that you speak of, though? <laughs> There's a lot behind it. So a lot of people just think that you're, if you're selling to somebody, you just need to sell them the product. Well, it's mm -hmm. actually the opposite of that. If you're selling to somebody, you want to sell them a solution to their problems. People do things for one of two reasons. It's either to increase pleasure or to decrease pain. Those are the brilliant words of my boss. I'm really not that smart. He's the one that taught me all of these. But anyways, a lot of people mm. want to argue that, but any decision you make is because of that. I mean, why do you eat breakfast in the morning? Because you're hungry. Right. Why do right. you go to work? Why do you drive to work? Why don't you walk? Just anything like that. So we try to get to know more about what the customer needs, why they need it, and how they feel about it. And then we give them the home that they need based on their needs, not based on what we want to sell them. I love that. That's huge. Mm -hmm. That's huge. It's basically like human nature. Yeah. Um, so basically what you're doing is you're, 
you're given the product to them, which is the new home that's being built. Right. And it's based off of their needs Mm -hmm. and what they desire, Mm -hmm. as opposed to you just presenting a home to them like, hey, this is this home. Here's the kitchen. Here's right. the ba- bathroom, yeah, I'm bedroom. Not presenting anything to them, people. Wow. I mean, I could present a house to somebody, and I could be in my mind thinking, "Oh, this is exactly what they want." It sounded like it. They wanted a ranch with three bedrooms, and that's what this is. Well, they could just want a split-level home because they just wanted the master on the main floor, and they needed it in a completely different area than what I'm showing them. Right. Wow. That's awesome. <laughs> so anybody out there that is looking for a home, and you want it to be designed for you, please contact her. Please contact Leah and you could get your house built to the way that you want it and the way that you dream of it being. We're gonna take a little break here, but before we get into our next segment, listen to this song and we'll get into (laughs) Leah's relationship with Mario. Mario's gonna actually speak on this segment for this one. He didn't really say much, but that's what it's all about. So listen to this great tune while we get into um, our next segment. Man, I just want to go flat. Gold on my teeth and on my neck. And I'm stone cold with the flex. With my squad and I'm smoking up a check. Man, I just want to go flat. Gold on my teeth and on my neck. And I'm stone cold with the flex. With my squad and I'm smoking up a check. Just don't make a difference I'm just talking shit to the ones that listen I can with the heat, man, I swear I'm never missing And I'm still the same, and I swear I'm never switching Knowing all of this, it just don't make a difference I'm just talking shit to the ones that listen I can with the heat, man, I swear I'm never missing And I'm still the same, and I swear I'm never switching Man, I just wanna go flex Hold on my teeth and on my neck I'm stone cold with the flex with my squad and I'm smoking up a check Man, I just wanna go flex Hold on my teeth and on my neck And I'm stone cold with the flex with my squad and I'm smoking up a check Man, I just wanna go flex Hold on my teeth and on my neck And I'm stone cold with the flex I'm stone with the flex I know you guys all enjoyed that song right there. That one is Go Flex by Post Malone. We are now back to your regular scheduled program. We are now going to get into part two of this interview with Leah Joan featuring Mario. Our third topic of today um, is going to be about their relationship. So we're going to get to know them a little bit better as opposed to what we see on social media and all of that noise. But Mario... Welcome to the dark side of the podcast. You were over there in the corner kind of chipping in the two cents, but now (laughs) we are in the lab. We are closer to the mic, and we're going to get down and dirty. We're going to get down to it. So, guys, speak a little bit about your relationship. Since we started talking about social media previously, Mario, what are your thoughts on uh, Leah and her social media success? 
I, you know, it was it was tough at first. I was a little skeptical on it. He tried to break up with me. <laughs> uh, can we can we get some more details on this? That's a, that's a story for a longer time. But so long story short, when we first started talking, he told me he can't handle me being on social media because we could never be one of those fit couples that I want to be. Quote unquote. And I told him I don't want to be a fit couple. I don't know what you mean by that. But he said he couldn't handle the attention, but obviously he got over that. It, it wasn't so much the attention thing. It was it was more of less like having that trust for your other. Um, you know, at first, you know, just getting to know her, it was it was tough to tell. Um, but obviously, Thanks. but obviously the trust was there. It's 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 a lot to handle when it's you know when it comes in abundances like that. You're gonna have your um, your negative posters. You're gonna have your you know, your ones that slide in the DMs or whatnot. You just got to do your best to um, to try to sort through them. And like I do it, man, I just don't pay any attention at all, you know. No. He yeah. doesn't I even just... look at my social media no, anymore. No, listen, listen. Like I said, when I'm on Instagram, I'll scroll for like five minutes, ten minutes. And if my post isn't there and in that five minutes, there, he doesn't know what it's exists. not there. No double tap. I just... <laughs> No comment, if nothing. I didn't even come if across he, it. even when I tag him in pictures, he won't like it. Damn, you don't even like the pics of yourself, no. bro. No, mm. <laughs> I don't cute? open my phone separately hey. just because I have a notification. Oh hey, God. I feel you. I feel you. Ridiculous. I wish I wasn't like. I just don't care for social media in the way of Leah, J the... Fitness. I mean, oh, okay. Just... <laughs> in the way it's of just, just, Leah, I just I don't have. You know, when I'm on it, I'm on it. That's okay, it. Babe. He follows Damn. a bunch of, like, concrete pages, and I see him watching videos of people digging holes and stuff, so. <laughs> Hey, that's his craft. He's At least got, I don't have to worry about updated. anything. Right. Yeah, that's right. my niche, okay? Yeah, hey, it could be worse, Leah. For know. those who didn't know, he does concrete and brick, so there's the story behind that. Yes. Yes, sir. Yes. Hard work, baby. Yes, sir. <laughs> We're all about. So, moving on. I know you guys have a, a great relationship together, oh. and you guys are planning <laughs> for the future and everything. But like, one thing I notice is that you guys make each other better. So, like, how how do you guys do that? Like, in the simplest sense. I mean, for me, he helps me. As I said earlier, it's really hard for me to talk to people about things, and hard for me to voice my emotions. That was something that we used to fight about a lot in the beginning because when I was upset or. When something was bothering me, I couldn't really tell him, so it would just be easier for me to text him. So he's helped me be able to open up more and be able to voice my feelings more when I'm unhappy. It doesn't mean she does it right away because she no, still it, doesn't do that. But it still takes a lot to get it, it out of me, but I've gotten better. So he's made me better in that way, and he pushes me to do things that I don't think I can. When I started my business, I was worried. I kept telling him, well, what if nobody buys my plans? What if I do all this for nothing? And he kept telling me, babe, you're going to do great. You just have to put yourself out there. You know, you will do great. And so he really helps me, even with my full-time job, too. He always tells me, you're good at what you do. You know, people love you. You're going to do great. So... See, it's always good to have that word of encouragement. Mario, like, I know you got a, a couple things to say, so, like... How does she make you better in a sense, like with what you do? You know, it's just, it's like vice versa, you know, like she was saying, you know, my life a couple of years ago would have revolved around, you know, obviously the gym, you know, mm-hmm. yep. but you know, I've grown 
and now my life revolves around work, which is, you know, it was a different direction to take. It was a, um, a eye-opening direction, but I'm glad I took it. So now my life revolves around work, and when, you know, it does like that so much and on such a heavy scale, you need someone right there behind you that can, you know, support you, that can talk you through it, that, you know, can tell you, oh, it'll be okay in the long run. You know, you do this for the long term. And um, she does nothing but help me out. And that's all I could ask for. You know, that's especially with my life revolving around work 24-7. You know, she she's right there for me. And uh, I couldn't ask for a better sidekick to, to have with me. Yes. Sidekick, baby. <laughs> Name a better duo. I don't I'll think wait. I can. I really can't, honestly. I was trying to think of some like Marvel character, like man and woman. Oh god. And Bro, I can't rival. even I can't even get one. We R. I. P. Stan Lee, Robin. by the way. Would you say? We rival Batman and Robin, that's all there is to it. Yeah, yeah. And and the we new might school be sense. I don't watch movies. We might <laughs> we might be better. Trust. Guys, trust is a huge thing in relationships. Mm-hmm. And I know that you guys have tremendous amount of trust for each other just Mm -hmm. me looking from the outside in so like tell me a bit about trust in your relationship and how you guys are able to achieve that trust in your relationship you want to talk first or me because i just take over all right i'll go first when we first started dating as i mentioned before he had really bad trust issues i did too because i mean who hasn't been cheated on if you've been in more than one relationship so I've been cheated on, I've been hurt a lot. So it was always hard for me to open up to people, but not as hard as it was for him. It was really, really hard for me to gain his trust, especially with everything else that we had going on. And it just took a while for him to really open up to me and realize that I'm not going to do anything to him besides be there for him and want what's best for him. So I don't even really have an answer on how you achieve trust. It really just comes with time and you have to know the other person's intentions and you have to know them better to be able to trust them. Yes. Okay. Trust was like probably my biggest thing and still is my biggest thing. Um, you know, without trust, I mean, there's not really much there. And at the beginning, like I said, like I previously stated, I mean, you know, when you don't have that trust and it's not there, or if you have to question it, it makes for a shitty hell of a mess for a we relationship. Thought about everything. <laughs> and that's what happens. That's what happens. But you'll see, you know, once you gain that trust and you get it, you know, you iron the shit out that you were bitching about or, mm-hmm. you know, even the little shit, you know, but it mm-hmm. takes a while. Nothing but time is going to help you get that trust, you know. Our relationship was almost backwards. We fought so much in the beginning. Like, <laughs> I mean, the first time we started talking, we stopped and then we started talking again. It was like we fought almost every other day and now we rarely ever fight. And when we do, it's for five minutes over something stupid and then... Shit, we used all our fighting time in the beginning. We ain't got, got shit. Maybe no. that's the advice we have to give I to guess. everybody. Start hard. fighting in the beginning. In the beginning. Get it Fight over with. Start fighting. Let it all out. Fight first, and then the trust will come after that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> just point blank. <laughs> but that's awesome. I mean, like, just me, like I said before, like, seeing from the outside in, it's like you, you guys just mold together, and the trust is just built up. And mm-hmm. that's obviously from... All of the conversations you guys had from the beginning and yeah. like the arguments like you were mentioning. So it's just, it builds up over time and that's what it's all about is 
the trust just builds up over time. And right. It comes from effort between the both of you guys. Yeah, and like sure. I said, you just have to know each other, especially with us, the way that we joke around with each other so often. If he didn't know how I was, like me always telling him, well, I'm returning you, you're single, it wouldn't work <laughs> because he would get offended. Yeah, normal couples can't do that. Don't, <laughs> don't try to do what we do because I guarantee you it <laughs> might not end too well. Yeah, like I've been here. You guys been over here for what? two and a half hours and you've already said you're going to leave each other like three times (laughs) but that's what it's all about like you you know at the end of the day exactly he knows i'm kidding sometimes (laughs) but yes yes so i want to um get some information on what um the love signs are Mm -hmm. i know that you spoke previously on this on your social media and everything and how you guys understand each other's love signs like love signals yeah and i and i really want to know more about this it's something that really interested me when i first heard you talk about it um and i never really got like a full explanation so what is this um so there's five love languages i never even heard about it until a friend from work told me And basically, you take a little quiz and it tells you what your love language is based on how you answer the question. So there's, like I said, there's five different love languages. One of them is quality time. One is acts of service. One is um, words of affirmation. And then receiving gifts and physical touch. So Hmm. once we took the quiz... I mean, it it breaks everything down for you after you take the quiz and what they all mean. But my love language is quality time and Mario's is acts of service. So basically quality time is exactly what it sounds like. I need him to spend time with me and physically be present with me to feel loved. If he's with me and he's on his phone or something and not listening to what I'm saying, I start getting really irritated or if he's at the gym for too long and I'm already home in bed because he doesn't get home till one o'clock, then I'm irritated because I didn't even see him before I went to bed. And that's something that I need. And then I start to make up situations in my head feeling like I'm annoying him and he's just tired of me. He doesn't want to be around me. It's true. So, yeah. He does it. It's true. It's once we took this quiz, I think it probably helped answer a lot of our fights for him. Because I don't think he really understood why I got upset when... Or why we fight. Yeah. I don't understand why we fight. <laughs> he didn't understand why I was getting upset until we took this. And I told him, you know, this is my love language. That's how I feel loved. Mm. And his is acts of service. So okay. he, we don't fight about that because it's easy. Just acts of service. Me, yeah. yeah. I mean, I do his laundry. Laundry. Making food. <laughs> so he's always happy, but... Low maintenance? Yeah. Low maintenance. Okay. Yeah. And it gives you your score based on, you know... Um, quality time is my first one and then it gives you what comes second based on what you Mm -hmm. answered and everything and it gives you a whole paragraph on what they are but I mean I think it's really helpful because if you don't understand this then like I said we were fighting he didn't understand why I was upset all the time and this kind of explained it awesome wow so where do you find this um it's the five love languages yeah you can literally just google five love languages Uh and it's Five, the number five, lovelanguages.com, and you can take the quiz right on there. All right, so listen up. All you couples out there <laughs> that are struggling, you guys are arguing all the time. Or even if you're not, it's just good to know. <laughs> exactly. We'll go with even if you're not, it's good to yeah, know. Devin. So fivelovelanguages.com, check it out. Find out which one of those five is your love language. Guys, anything else you want to talk about with your relationship? Like, 
what keeps you guys going? I don't know. What's the base of your relationship? What's something that, what's a fun fact about your guys' relationship that you guys want these people to listen to right now? Leah over-exaggerates how messy I am. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, I no, think, I don't. You know, her Instagram followers probably think, like, I'm the biggest slob ever. Because he is. <laughs> Babe, that's not a fun fact. That's a fun fact for I me. think, the, what's the foundation gain, of our relationship? I'm going to gain more followers if they realize that you you're bullshitting about me. What's Just the saying. basis of our relationship? Can I, can I tell you guys what I see from the outside? Yes. yes. Um, For me, the basis of your guys' relationship is... Love and sarcasm. I was just gonna say Amen. our sense of humor. <laughs> Amen. That is. So if, can we all agree? agree yeah. 100%. If he didn't understand my sarcasm, there would be no relationship. Because I answer the sarcasm with sarcasm. Yeah, it's, he fires it back. It's, so it's it works. really it's it's hard to understand. <laughs> Most people. One of my friends from work. The first time she met us, she actually said, "I can't tell if you guys like each other or if you just." don't like each other because you just pick on each other so much <laughs> oh man i love it that's that's the beauty of it mm-hmm. that's the beauty of it so you guys obviously are up to a lot of different things and i know that you guys are going to be going on a trip aruba yes aruba you guys love to travel you guys have previously been to aruba when, when was the last time you guys went there 2017 january okay awesome and you guys are Going back. Going back. When are you guys going back? 16 days from now. <laughs> She's got the countdown ready. December 3rd days. we leave. December 3rd. You hear it here first. Mm-hmm. Um, so tell me, like, what's so beautiful everything. about Aruba? Literally everything. I mean, my <laughs> when I go on vacation, I just, I like beaches. I like pretty water. I like palm trees. So anything with that is awesome to me but i've been to hawaii a couple times in the bahamas and nothing compares to the water in aruba so when we got there and we got to the hotel even driving i just stared out the window the entire time because being by pretty water makes me so freaking happy and i'm so dang excited to go back she could cry trust me literally and she will cry oh my gosh i i tear up (laughs) thinking about it because i can't believe it's almost less than two weeks or a little over two weeks away that we leave and i'm gonna be on the beach Ooh, and i'm gonna be here in the freezing cold recording (laughs) episode eight of the devon after dark podcast or whatever episode that i had at that point but I wish that I was able to get into the suitcase. I don't know if that's a possibility. I think it might be a little over the weight limit. <laughs> that's what I was going to say. You're There's a little a more limit. than 50 pounds. Exactly. So I'm like, all right, let's 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 calculate it. Yeah. I'm about 200 pounds, 202 right now. We're going to need a lot of suitcases. So the extra cost of me being in that suitcase oh, is probably oh, around that, right? A couple hundred bucks? Yeah. Yeah, um, guys, we'll just plan for next year. Next time, you know, sure. I'll be there next time. <laughs> Counting on it. But I really appreciate you guys doing this podcast with me. By the way, I appreciate you um, asking us to be on it. Thank you for having us, dude. This is something that I envisioned doing for a very long time, and to have you guys on here and us to speak about all these different things, it just makes me feel so fulfilled, and just to hear. Um, everything that we've been through and just to go over everything within the past few years Mm -hmm. and it's just it's just bittersweet like not even bitter at all it's just amazing Mm -hmm. you know well it won't be our last time on here i'm sure never never there's more to come um also before we end the podcast today i do want to talk to leah about her other endeavors because she's not just fitness 
real estate, and relationship. I'm a jack of all trades. Exactly. She's a Swiss army knife. (laughs) She's got everything under the sun. So I know that you are really into fashion and makeup as well. Yeah. Um, Tell me a little bit about that. What is your influence from that? So it's more so, I mean, fashion. I like fashion. I just don't know how to put outfits together. But I like cute clothes, so I do my best. But makeup, I used to hate makeup, and I never knew how to do eyeshadow. I never really even tried. And this year, literally January, I don't know what came upon me, but I said, you know what, I'm going to learn how to do eyeshadow. And I just was really good at it. And I started looking at like one person's YouTube, and I just went from there, and I started creating looks on my own. And it's just really cool to see the different eye looks that I can make and I started using fake eyelashes and it sounds stupid but it's just learning something new and knowing that I learned it on my own and just was able to achieve something is just cool to me just like with my business it was something new I started it and I achieved it when I want to do something and I put my mind to it nine times out of ten I'm gonna achieve it and if I don't then I'm gonna keep trying until I do and that's all you can do. Right. Is just and no matter what you do, is just put forth your best effort. Yeah. And just continuously hold yourself accountable. And from there the results just start to happen little exactly. by little. Yeah. A and, lot of people they just give up if you're not good at something at first. Nobody is good at something at first. Whether it be makeup, whether it be something in school, your job, you have to work at it. It's not just gonna come to you. Oh man. The sweet sound of my ears right there. <laughs> That's what I've been telling you guys this whole time on this podcast is that it's just going to require you to be uncomfortable. You're going to have to do certain things that you wouldn't normally do. You have to bring yourself. comfortable with being uncomfortable. Exactly. Get uncomfortable and that's when the growth starts happening. Mm -hmm. Um, So like we did talk about the makeup a little bit and the fashion. Um, What is your current... um, state and fitness like what are your goals right now moving forward right now i'm just kind of kind of maintaining slash trying to lean out a little bit for aruba but after that i'm probably going to bulk because i haven't done anything like that in a while i've actually been in like a cutting phase slash maintenance for about a year now so it's time to do something i just feel like i haven't made any progress so i want to put on some more muscle even though i know it's always uncomfortable bulking but like you just said you got to get uncomfortable if you want to make progress so that's what i'm going to do when we get back from aruba i love it i love it i'm kind of in the same boat with the fitness thing right now i'm like i'm not leaning out for aruba yeah <laughs> but i'm maintaining and I'm, I'm trying to work on certain aspects of my body to bring up some of the weaknesses mm-hmm. and turn them into strengths right. and um i'll probably be around that same time as you like starting a, a minor little bulk just Bulking to increase them yes yes but we're gonna do it we're gonna do a lean bulk mm-hmm. i'm not feeling uh no i don't want to get bulk. like 250 pounds or nothing. <laughs> no no swole is not the goal <laughs> mario's at eyes are as big as his head right now <laughs> <laughs> but yes uh we're gonna do anything to say <laughs> a maintain stay moderately lean and then start to do some bulking yeah. towards the tail end of the winter time mm-hmm. and then right from there christmas and then from there that's when you know what happens you show the goods off <laughs> in the summer you start cutting a little bit get prepared for summer and showing off 
your best possible look, which um, I don't think is going to be achievable, but we're going to get uncomfortable and we're going to make it happen this summer. So we'll start to lean out a little bit. Mm -hmm. Word. Word to Big Bird right there. (laughs) (laughs) But guys, that's all we have for you today on episode seven of the Devin After Dark podcast. We've been recording for hours now. We're tired. The wine's making us sleepy. It's bedtime. (laughs) But without further ado, I do want to close out by saying thank you all for listening. And I hope you enjoyed this interview with Mario and Leah on this podcast. If you guys want, please subscribe to me on Apple Podcasts and follow on SoundCloud at DevJMartin. Um, you can search my name, Devin After Dark, on Apple Podcasts, and that's where you'll find me and all new content. Um, like I said on the previous episode, I will start doing Anchor, which is a new app. And I would encourage you guys to download that because I'm going to start doing different episodes that will not be released on SoundCloud or Apple Podcasts. So thank you all again, and oh my God. Thank you, Mario and Leah, for killing this podcast and making this the best possible listening experience that we can give you for the first guest of the Devin After Dark podcast. So, Leah, take it away. Say your final thoughts on the podcast. And then, Mario, you can close it out as well. And then you guys will get that sweet intro song. Thank you all for listening to me ramble. And thank you, Devin, for having me and letting me be a guest on your special podcast. I'm very proud of you for starting this. And thanks, Mario, for coming with me. I drove. Oh, my God. (laughs) You ruined everything. It's the truth. I ain't really trip on the credit. I just paid all of my dues. I just respected the game. Got my name all in the news. Tripping on all of my moves. Quote me on this, got a lot more to prove. Remember, I came in this bitch. Fresh out the county with nothing no, to lose. No, no, no. No. Uh, on the you. Uh, but I don't do this shit for nothing. No, no, no. Uh, not at all.